Hello everyone and welcome to our first real episode of Redesign, the Ball State pursuit of redesigning the Daily News page as well as redesigning our whole unified media. Um, last week we spoke with Ryan Sparrow, the man that's leading this whole front. This week, however, we are talking to really the head redesigner, the woman that makes everything look so just darn beautiful, the lovely Miss... Ashley Downing. Now... Miss um, Miss Downing, you are working with our redesign team and making sure that everything's you know up to snuff with say BuzzFeed or Huffington Post and things like that. What have you noticed that people are? Where are people usually getting their news from, and how are you trying to sort of copy what they're doing? To be completely honest, uh, most people end up getting a lot of their news from Twitter or Facebook mostly because they spend a lot of their free time on it anyways, and it just happens to pop into their feed. So it's easily accessible. Correct. And so what we're kind of trying to capture from the Facebook, Twitter realm is this idea of just a news feed. Rather than when you come to a website and you're just bombarded with like so many different photos and headlines all mishmashed together, we're kind of just trying to take it in a little bit more of a chronological sense so that as you're scrolling down, you're getting more, but it's not too overwhelming, I suppose, like some typical news sites. I gotcha. Now, we recently did do a survey um, of 100 people, as we talked about on the last episode. And what did you notice about sort of the common trends of people and how they were getting their information and what they were getting information on. Again, it, it's a lot of it is coming from mobile just because, I mean, in a college town, you have a lot of people who are constantly glued to their phones when they're walking to class, while they're in class, you know, <laughs> at home when they're bored, they're typically like scrolling on their phone. And we've noticed, and it's no surprise that everyone is getting most of their news from their social media websites. Um, some interesting data that we gathered is just the type of news that people like. I mean, you'd be surprised as to how many people actually put, oh, I love to get my news from CNN or something bizarre like that, which I think it's because they didn't know what else to say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but they also enjoy a lot of humor, a lot of entertainment news, which in our unified media, we don't really do a lot of just because we're so we're so focused on people taking us seriously so we're trying to cover hard news and long form hard hitting features and things like that i gotcha so when you're redesigning you're not only redesigning the page to make it more mobile friendly you're also redesigning it to be more sociable something that's appealing to people that are more interested in as you were saying entertainment music and things like that how are you trying to like streamline it how are you trying to compress it are you trying to make it like a listicle thing are you trying to break it down as like a myriad of like if you like this follow these people if you like this follow those people what are you what are you hoping to do so as you said you know when we're redesigning we're not just thinking about aesthetics we're thinking about the entire user experience and like w what people want to see um, and how they want to see it and how they'll interact with it and things like that and right now the design team has been working um, pretty heavily on just what the landing page of the website will look like so when you go to ballstatedaily.com this is what it will look like and something that we're doing that's a little bit different than most is we're starting at the mobile version and working our way to mobile, to tablet, to web, whereas typically you would do it the opposite way. But we know that almost over half of our you know, population, our readership, 
is coming from their phones. So we want to make sure that that user experience is the best. And so what it, what it will kind of look like is that whoever has the biggest feature of the day, the biggest story, whether it is the daily news, ball bearings, bite, or whoever it is, they'll have the top feature story. There's just going to be one in what we used to call our top tiles. Mm -hmm. um, and then as you scroll down, you'll get, you know, all the other different stories that came through the day as they came in. Um, so then that way your news is going just like the time of the day kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and it'll, it'll all have one cohesive look and um, it'll be very easy to follow, very easy to read, and you'll still be able to get to if say you are you're only looking for byte stuff you'll be able to navigate to bytes website or to the daily news part of the website or the ball bearings part of the website so just trying to think of all the different ways we can make it streamlined but still giving people the option to hop out of the stream if they want to i gotcha uh, just to sort of i guess flip the coin uh, recently, you were appointed the head of the graphics department for the entire Unified Media Lab. Congratulations, first off. Thank you. <laughs> um, going off of that, though, usually, you know, you have 100 people under you. You're sort of trying to keep everybody in check, keeping everything going and everything. What is some of the difficulties you've found working graphics for, you know, six or so different publications and trying to keep a unified look to them and try and keep some sort of constant change, keeping the redesign of the website in mind? Well, my life is crazy <laughs> all the time since I've taken this position just because I do have a lot of people coming to me. We have a lot of new recruits that I'm trying to not only train on how to use the programs, but train in all these different styles. And the beautiful part of this like online redesign that we're working on is that they will have a cohesive look to them, at least on the landing page. In the, gra in, like, the graphics sense, when we're working for print, it's hard because the only organization right now that has a set graphic style is the Daily News. So when my graphics editor and the graphics team is working to create, you know, information graphics and things like that, it's typically in that style. And so when we send it out, it just goes out like that. So we haven't really tackled how do we create a graphics style for the Unified Media Design Studio that we can send out to everyone. Because then it's like, do we have to switch it for everyone else's style, or do we just keep it one? We really, honestly, haven't figured it out yet. I gotcha. Uh, so when you're talking about it and you're breaking it down in your head, ideally in a perfect world, how would you want to set up the redesign? How would you want to run, if you had the ability, mm -hmm. all on your own, to create this new website what would you for focus primarily on? Would it be the mobile? Would it be outfitting it to look more like uh, social media? What would be your focus? Um, it's difficult because most of the time as a designer, you want to make everything big and pretty and, and just like crazy and innovative and all that thing, all, all those things. And especially when you're a young designer, but you have to kind of step back and think, I have to think user experience and I have to think functionality. So while I would love to start designing on desktop first because that's when all the fun aesthetics come mm -hmm. in and all the crazy colors and types and, and all that different kind of stuff, I have realized through this process that maybe mobile is the smart way to go because it's very simple. Um, there's not a lot of crazy layouts that are going on. 
So it's easier to focus on the functionality of it and the readability. One thing that we're really, really focusing on and something that I love so much is clean design with the use of white space just to make things, you know, a little bit easier to digest um, from a reader's perspective. Um, and we're focusing on just being clean and looking more young. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Sparrow always says that in unified media, we're a bunch of 40-year-old white oh, men yeah. because we just are so afraid to be who we are, to be young, to be to experiment, to be innovative. And that's something if, you know, if I could take charge of everything, I would push that so hard on people because you don't understand that when you get into the real world, you don't get this opportunity to make mistakes, to do fun things, to write about, you know, stuff that college kids want to read about. Mm -hmm. And so I just really wish that and hope that we take advantage of that while we can. I gotcha. And what would you say are some of the, the difficulties? I mean, obviously, it's a huge organization that you're a part of. You're doing something extremely huge, and you're essentially redesigning something that's been around you know, for four or five years at this point, how would you, you know, what are the difficulties that you faced doing all this, tackling this huge project and going forward from there? Other than, you know, as you've said before, and as we've said on the show before, the everybody's acting 40 when we're, you know, in our 20s. Mm -hmm. um, the biggest challenge that any young visual journalist faces is the battle from what we call the text people. <laughs> the people who are writing the stories, those, ki those types of reporters, those editors who don't understand what we do. As a designer... Well, you just draw pretty pictures, right? Yeah, we just make things pretty and maybe want people want to look at it. Like, no. <laughs> what our job is, is to make things functional. We want everything we do has a purpose. Every little design element, every little bit of use of white space or type choice or color choice, all has a specific purpose and a lot of the times people don't trust us and even graphics reporters a lot of times in in the college level at least here at Ball State it's been that the graphics people only ever make graphics that go with a story that have data from that story our graphics reporters don't necessarily always know that they can go out, report on something completely on their own, and instead of writing a 500-word text-based story, they can create a visual information graphic. And sometimes that sort of story format is more beneficial for the reader. And so we, we fight all the time, our visuals versus text, on the idea of, I don't know, that as visual people, we aren't as superior. I don't know if that's the correct wording, but sometimes that's how it feels. Mm -hmm. Like we get steamrolled a lot in that editorial you're not decisions. Exactly. And that's because they, they think that what we do is to make things pretty. When if you tell a designer, make this pretty, <laughs> as a visual journalist, that should piss you off. They'll want to strangle you. Yes. <laughs> so word of, word of advice, don't ever do that. <laughs> So, as you were saying, graphics people can very well be journalists in their own rights. You know, pictures worth a thousand words and everything. Is that something that you will advocate and promote when we're going into this new age, showing the, you know, abilities, the power, and, you know, essentially the talent behind graphics designers? Yeah, and it's not even just 
you know, graphics reporting in itself. It's page design, it's web design, you know, it's all so important. And I, we have meetings, my design studio, we have meetings every Monday and I tell them that probably every day. I make sure to like reinforce the idea in their minds that they are important. They play a vital role, you know, in, in the whole sense of unified media. And they don't get that from anyone else, you know? Maybe it's maybe some of their professors who are graphics, graphics professors. Graphics professors, but they don't hear that a lot from anyone else. So I make sure that my job is to tell them you know, you guys, you guys are important. You guys are just as important as text people. I got you. And then our, you know, our final question that's sort of wrapping everything that we're doing throughout this series up is, what would be your advice to high school journalists, people that are interested in, say, Ball State and the unified media and everything that we're doing today, especially from at least a graphics point of view? What would you say to the aspiring graphics students that are out there? Well, number one is come to Ball State. <laughs> don't go anywhere else because you will have so many experiences here that I don't think that any other university gives you, especially in the visual sense. Uh, in the professional world, a lot of people recognize Ball State as a, a powerhouse for visual journalists. And come here, take advantage of all the professors and all of their vast knowledge and connections and networking and things like that and uh, get involved young. And you yourself actually worked in uh, Nebraska, correct? Yeah, so this summer um, I actually had a connection uh, at the Omaha World Herald, uh, which is Nebraska's largest circulating newspaper. Uh, very well designed, um, very visual thinkers, which is was a great you know, experience for me. I had a connection there from Ball State and then come to find out that through a society I'm involved in, the Society for News Design, that all of my bosses, all my visual bosses were also part of that society. So also, I guess a piece of advice, no matter what university you go to, if you are a visual journalist, you need to get involved in the Society for News Design. Gotcha. Well, Miss Downing, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for opening our eyes to the wonderful beauty that is graphics imagery. <laughs> um, as always, I've been your host, Aiden Hall. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Redesign, and we will see you next time. Thank you, and good night. <laughs>